0: And we're live with Be Green with Amy. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Be Green with Amy. I'm Amy. In 2012, my husband Rick and I adopted a plant-strong lifestyle. And we have had fantastic health results and weight loss, too. We lost a combined 130 pounds and we kept it off. And now we're prescription free, and we really want to share this news with everyone, including you, so that you can too be strong, be well, and be green. Just task Voice. Introduce the guest for us. Thomas Allen is back with another Whole Food Plan based recipe to share. His company, California Balsamic, has a collection of over 31 different SOS-free vinegar flavors. Be green with Amy. Welcomes back, Thomas Allen. Greetings, Thomas. Welcome back. Oh, I think we may have a little sound uh, that we're not hearing you, Thomas. So I'm going to talk a little bit while you work on that. I'm really excited because Thomas is back here with us. To do another recipe demo now he was here at another time and i'm going to post a link to that recipe demo for you so that if you missed it or you want to watch it again or share it with somebody else then you can definitely do that today i'm going to bring on thomas and as you saw with the introduction he is with california balsamic and he has many balsamic vinegars that really are going to be helpful to our lifestyle The reason why they're helpful is because, especially with the the way that I am plant strong, I don't use sugar, oil, or salt. And that's a great thing because I'm always looking for different ways to flavor and season the things that I cook. The reason why I wanted to bring on Thomas was because he has this company called California Balsamic, and they make many, many, I'm going to have to ask them to tell me how many, but they make many, many flavors of vinegars. Amongst their vinegars, they have over 31 flavored vinegars, which are sugar, oil, and salt-free. That's a real plus for me because I really enjoy all of those flavors. Some of them are sweet and some of them are savory. And we're getting comments right now. People are chiming in because they love California Balsamic. So I'm really excited that Thomas is here today. He has on his website, and we're going to share the link to his website also. He has many different flavors. And he also, this is his website, CaliforniaBalsamic.com. And he also has recipes on his website because So many of the people that have used his vinegars have created recipes. Oh, Melissa G is saying, love California balsamic. So, so many people that have used his vinegars. Have created recipes. I think I hear Thomas now. We have you back, Thomas.
1: Uh, uh, fingers crossed. Can you hear me now? <laughs> I'm doing a okay. telephone commercial. Can you hear me now?
0: <laughs> yes. And everybody, oh. I think at home, is clapping. Yay, we can see and hear Thomas. <laughs> so welcome <Hallelujah>. back, Thomas. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't-
1: uh, five minutes ago I was working just fine, but you know, those, uh, if anybody. To Hawaii, the many huneeds are always uh, little gremlins that throw little snakes and everything.
0: I'm telling you, doing these broadcasts, there are many glitches, and I'm so glad because in the background I have Rebecca with PKA solves, and she solves it, even <laughs> whatever it is, All she is figures good. it out and she helps our guests. So I'm glad that you're here. I have to ask you because I love whatever is hanging in the back. Ground on, in your kitchen. Can you tell me about that? Because I just, I love it.
1: Well, the uh, my wife Ethel. Um, here for just a second. Uh, my her first name is Ethel, and here oh, she is right hi, here. Ethel. Oh, I got there. Ethel has been collecting antique ice cream scoopers her entire life, which which is so much fun, and uh, we love the the the, the squad. That is an actual squash, you know, Ooh. that we found uh, at a farmer's market um, that we've had. Keep it in the background just because it's so unique. And, um, and this is where we do uh, any of the broadcasts um, with uh, with anyone. And we like doing it here because it's so much more comfortable in our own home. And I know where things are. And at our warehouse right now, there's uh, four people Packing up box in the kitchen is you know making all of uh, different types of balsamic vinegar four gallon buckets and it's noisy there so it's really difficult to you know have a broadcast with all the activity going on so here's way more comfortable
0: well, oh I'm loving that she's very creative it's very colorful and it's a really wonderful background so I just wanted to see what that was because I was very curious I'm sure other people were probably curious too so I was telling everybody while we were doing our microphone check, that one of the reasons why I love your company is because you have so many varieties of vinegars and because oh, somebody said they match. Yes, they do. They're adorable. <laughs> what an adorable couple! <laughs> and oh, and somebody else said beautiful kitchen. Yes, it is a beautiful kitchen. It's a very nice set for this broadcast. So one of the things that I like so much about the fact that you do well, you have so many balsamic vinegars, and and I think that you just keep inventing more flavors. So I don't even know what the count is, but you have a, quite a large collection that are not only delicious, but they're sugar, oil, and salt-free. So what's your count as far as that
1: goes? Well, um, just uh, at the beginning of last month, so about five weeks ago, we introduced our brand-new Persian lime balsamic. And I think that takes us to 32, maybe 33. Um, not exactly sure to have to do another recount. Uh, We've got two more flavors in the pipeline that might come out later this year, but we have to be really careful for the volume of flavors because not only do we have, say, 33 flavors, but they're in five different sizes. And that's an inventory nightmare, having so many different products and sizes Inevitably, we have to make four or five different flavors every day because size or maybe two are just about gone, and we need all of our sizes from the little sample size to the travel three-ounce bottles, five-ounce, eight-ounce, 12-ounce. The big bottles are the most popular because when people have tried our flavors and they want to get more, they the most economical. Uh, size, which are the 12-point ounce bottles. So uh, we just have so many flavors. The kitchen is near maxing out how many flavors we can produce uh, without too much trouble. The kitchen's so small, we, only have, uh, we can only have three people working in there at any time. So we need a larger facility, but we don't want to move. Uh, that's a little nightmare in itself. We will do with what we have, but we're going to have to slow down the pace of new flavors. Three years ago, uh, we had, uh, I think, 20 flavors, and we've added 13 flavors in two and a half years. So that's a lot.
0: That is a lot, and still having the good quality, and I'm sure that that's a big factor as well. So what is this new flavor again, and tell me about it. Oh.
1: Persian Lime, now this is a unique product. Uh, the Persian Lime Balsamic stuff with actual limes that are grown in the country of Turkey. And then after they're completely ripe, they're picked, they're put on drying racks. So I imagine it takes somewhere between six and eight weeks to completely uh, not dehydrate, but essentially Dehydrating the limes so they're light as ping pong balls. And if you cut open an actual Persian lime, the fruit part is almost black, which makes it really unique. And they're delicious lime flavor. They're imported to California, where my friend Nick, localspicery.com, um, he grinds the limes whole into a powder. And on his website, localspicery.com, he has a, a one page, all herbs and spices are SOS free. And so he's got a Persian lime pepper combination. I didn't want the pepper in our balsamic. So I asked him to sell me just the Persian lime spice without the pepper which he so graciously has done. And we've just poured that to a four gallon bucket of balsamic, blended it completely and pour it. And so that's all that it is. It's very, very simple. And it's just absolutely delicious. And we've had wonderful uh, comments over the last uh, five weeks on people who have tried it, and we've, we've been asking people to feedback on it to make it stronger, maybe, make it, maybe it's too strong, too weak. We want to test market our products for generally two or three months before we introduce it. We want to test it. So we usually would go to street festivals all over California, Arizona, Nevada, and we would ask the customers at the festivals what they thought of it And based on feedback, we adjusted the recipe. Well, over the last 16 months, thereabouts, there have been no festivals to. So we've had to uh, give people small samples uh, through our business and ask them what they thought of it. But instead of getting 100 customers a day asking them what they thought, now it takes literally months to get 100 people to try and give us some feedback, uh, sending out just the small sample bottles that we send out with every order. It's just taken way longer than normal, but the end result is it's killer delicious.
0: Yes, and it's so great because you're a family-owned business And you really put your heart and soul into this and you want the quality, you want the people to like what you make. And if if you don't get good feedback, you tweak it and change it until it's right. And there's so many things coming out of big box stores off of the conveyor belts and, and assembly lines. And they're just nothing compared to this kind of quality of vinegar. And I'm really excited about that flavor. My husband is the principal cook in our house and he's always inventing different recipes. So, and always looking for something a little bit different. And you, you see different kinds of flavors sometimes in the stores, but that is going to be very exciting to try that. I can't wait to try that as well.
1: Amy, since you are the hostess with this, I will be sending you uh bottle of the Persian lime, because I want you and your husband to try it and give us some feedback for that. So uh, that's a wonderful thing to be able to do for you. I'm happy to have a, a bottle of that.
0: Oh, I'm so excited. I do have, I have a collection. I just want to show everybody. I had this one, which is called Pumpkin Spice. And I had this one, which is, let's see, blazing Habanero. Ooh. Oof. These are all that's, sugar. That's too hot salt. for
1: me. Wait. That's too yeah, hot, for that's you, right? Okay. Blaze and Hobbit is way too hot for me. I am a wimp from Michigan. I <laughs> never did spicy things. We always uh, so made that flavor a little hotter over the years. And some of our flavors, like sweet, heat, our most popular SOS-free flavor, sweet heat is so mild. And we've made it with we changed the recipe a half a dozen times over the uh seven or eight years making it a little bit less spicy every time and the and the the more spice we took out the more popular it became so sweet heat is our absolute best-selling sos free flavor which really surprises me but because there's virtually the peppers that are are designed for flavor, not to be hot spicy.
0: So that's a good compromise in the household if somebody wanted to have something a little less heat. And a lot of the times when we use them, we don't cook with the vinegar. We put it on afterwards. So this way we can plate up our meal and each person can decide what they want to use. Do they want it to use the Gilroy garlic? Well, they can make their dish taste like that. So there's just so many different. Now, my favorite one is the teriyaki balsamic. And one of the reasons why I like the teriyaki balsamic is because I really love the flavor of teriyaki sauce, but boy, is it high in sodium. And I've always wanted to try to mimic that flavor, but there was no way to get that flavor without just having lots of sodium. So that you can tell that because that's the bottle that just keeps on needing (laughs) refilling. But yeah,
1: the beauty of the little travel bottles is you can refill them with a bigger bottle over and over and over again. I love them.
0: Right. And that's what we do. And then another one that I like is this curry balsamic if you want that kind of a flavor. And you can see guys, I don't know if you can see, but I'm going to try and show you. You see how on the bottom there, there's some settling. Do you want to tell them about that?
1: Thomas. Sure. Now, that's actual sodium-free um, curry powder. Um, we were stunned when we actually found a sodium-free curry powder from one of our spice uh, suppliers and simply blended it into the balsamic. Now, you notice that there is, it settles as it sits over time, overnight, or if you leave it for a couple of days, the, the spices will settle to the grunt. They also do that with the Persian lime and a couple of the other ones of our flavors. Either the herbs or spices settle to the bottom or they to the top. Either way, they have to be blended properly. So the best way to shake up any of the, our flavors is to hold the bottle in the very middle and the top of the bottle Make it go back and forth. So pretend that uh, you're you're looking at a hands of a clock. The top of the bottle goes to nine o'clock, then to three o'clock, nine to three, back and forth. And you shake the bottle back and forth like this, and it ends dramatically better. Um, if the spices are on the bottom of the bottle, turn the bo- bottle upside down, and so the bottom of the bottle is on top, and then shake it back and forth. Just allows the the balsamic that's inside to just loosen it up and and blend it easily. And what you were talking about a moment ago about putting the balsamic on at the end of the meal, that's exactly how our balsamic vinegars are designed. And it's called being a finishing sauce. When the meal is, when the dish is finished, ready to be served, you finish it by putting a little bit of the balsamic, whatever the flavor is that you want on yours, everybody's different some people will put uh, you know a savory uh, balsamic on a salad or the vegetables no, want fruit flavors it's individual taste no one's right no one's wrong it's just whatever you like i personally will never put sweet heat balsamic on my salad it's never going to happen yet i have customers constantly saying oh it's my favorite salad dressing And I say to them, I'm so happy to enjoy that on your salad. But in my mind, I'm saying, ugh, I wouldn't do that if you paid me. Everybody's different. That's the beauty of...
0: uh, That's so funny because... Oftentimes, when I interview people who have products, I'll ask them, what's your favorite product? And they'll say, oh, it's just like asking me, what's my favorite child? I love them all. But you're honest.
1: <laughs> you oh, have, you oh have no. that
0: one child that you're not so fond of.
1: <laughs> well, now, sweet heat is my favorite product. But never for salads, only for vegetables uh, or savory dishes. I mean, I love it on potatoes. A portobello mushrooms that are on the grill or they're stuffed. I'll in uh, stir fries, of course. That is just absolute a given. And uh, there's a lot of people who like to combine flavors. Now, for me, my favorite combination of two of our products is sweet heat and the uh, uh, the flavor we introduced last year was called ruby red onion. So it's an onion balsamic along with the sweet heat, my one. And how can you go wrong with garlic, peppers and onions on some vegetables? That to me is just an absolute brainer. And that's my favorite combination as uh, those two. But again, I'll never put those on a salad. And I'm sure that there are people who said, oh, it's my favorite salad dressing. Good for you, just not my style.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And that's true. Depending on textures and if something's cooked or raw, things can taste differently on them. What I like a lot about the balsamic vinegars that you make is, well, first of all, like I said, if you have different family members around, they can all have their own flavor to the dish that you create. But I also like it for, if I just don't really feel like cooking, but I want to have a cooked meal, I can just grab a bag of frozen broccoli or Brussels sprouts, some kind of fruit or a trio kind of medley vegetable thing, throw it in a bowl, stick it in the microwave. Once it's heated up, grab whatever vinegar I'm in the mood for, what country do I want to visit that day and just put it over and and eat it that way or I could eat it with some grain or a baked potato and then I have a meal and I didn't even have to do anything.
1: And that's the beauty of cooking in that way is really the secrets in the sauce. And if you have a delicious sauce, your meal is going to be dramatically better. And we always like to say, you know, is the California balsamic is the sauce. Um, so it really works.
0: And the other thing that I liked, and you kind of showed this to us on the previous broadcast that you were on, and I'm going to have a link to that so that people can watch that if they didn't get a chance to, if they want to watch it again. You, ha- you showed us how to make flavored carbonated drinks. And you use vinegars that you have, which are not savory, they're sweet. So tell us about your SOS-free wheat vinegars. No sugar, but they're still sweet.
1: Now, it's interesting. All of our balsamic vinegars, whether they're savory or they're fruit, all have exactly the same calorie count, whether they're dark or white. Which is really surprising because you think that the garlic balsamic um, it's a dark balsamic and all the dark balsamics have thirty six calories a tablespoon. And of course, no sodium, no cholesterol, no fat. But that one's the dark balsamics thirty-six calories. The white balsamics are thirty calories a tablespoon, so a little bit less calories. But um, I've always felt that the fruit flavors that are in with the white balsamic feel to be the sweetest, like the strawberry blonde or the raspberry balsamic or the um, peach or pear. And what we did on our last uh, interview was we mixed together uh, some of the, we just, the plain uh, peach balsamic in a glass of soda water, usually about a tablespoon, tablespoon and a half on an eight ounce glass of, um, of soda water is what I like. and. Once you pour it into the glass you have to be careful you need to stir it properly and simply take a, a, a spoon, carefully stir the bottom of the glass balsamic vinegar is considered heavier than water so it will sink to the bottom of the glass immediately and if it's a clear balsamic then you, you might not even realize that it didn't so you just carefully stir it up, not to mess up all those wonderful little bubbles. And, um, and then you've got a peach flavored balsamic, or then you can do combinations. Uh, we have a coconut and we have a pineapple balsamic. Mix equal portions of those two in your mess and you've got a pina colada balsamic. Throw in a little bit of uh, crushed up apples or uh, strawberries in there as well. And you've got an actual fruit, uh, glass of soda water with real fruit and balsamic in there. It is incredibly flavorful, but there are so many different flavors. Now, the dark balsamics like fig, pomegranate, cherry, apricot, those will work, but it will make the soda water more of a dark brown color, which is fine. It will still taste wonderful. It will just be a little bit, you know, oh, is this real Coca-Cola or no, it's just plain soda with a little bit of dark balsamic in there and uh, give it a quick stir and the entire glass will change color. It will still be delicious. So it depends on what flavor you like to, to make those. But, oh, putting garlic balsamic or the teriyaki in a glass of water, you can do it, but it'll probably taste like crap. So highly <laughs> unrecommended. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I have the, the peach one. And I also have the pomegranate one. Mm-hmm. So I'm enjoying those. And I, I, I loved when you did that demo for us because sometimes you're maybe out in a gathering with people and everybody's maybe drinking alcohol. And with this lifestyle, a lot of us don't indulge in that. And you want to feel like you're having something fun and pretty. And you can have something that looks like a Coca-Cola if it's dark, or you can have something that looks like some kind of a mixed cocktail, mocktail, I guess you could call it, and sure. still feel like you're celebrating with people. So we really love that idea. And you have so many ideas. And it looks like you have some really great ingredients there. So I think people are tuning in to see this recipe demo. What are you going to be making for us today?
1: So over the last uh, couple of years, one of our favorite early summer salad, and depending on the time of year, uh, Northern California right now it's in the low indies today out here and we're about two hours north of San Francisco and I'm thrilled to say in our backyard let me just step off camera for just a second in in our backyard um, we've got some tomatoes and zucchini and squash growing up but the one thing that we're most excited about right now is we've got four different strawberry plants growing. And these are all strawberries that were picked in the last couple of days, yesterday and the day before. And I'm sure there's a uh, half a dozen ones that are ripe today. Every day, there's usually three or four strawberries that are ready to go. And so we're using these strawberries in our uh, salad today. So that makes it you know, really fun to do because, um, Well, fresh strawberries is an absolute joy, and so it's a salad with fresh strawberry, you know. And we're using our uh, strawberry blonde balsamic today, and that's a. It just really ties in for the fruit. Super simple and uh, a dish that we will often make. We take uh, our food to our warehouse. I think we have right now um, eight employees. And it's always a treat to go in and say, okay, everybody, here's a strawberry bean salad, you know, and we'll just make up little bowls. And before you know it, the entire big bowl is gone and uh, people really appreciate it. So I'll be taking this after I have a bowl here at home, uh, then I'll take it to the warehouse and share it with, uh, with the employees. And it's, you know it's coming. They, they know uh, what we're doing today. So I'll, uh, I'll just read the recipe really quick. And, and we're going to
0: let everybody know we're going to have a link to the recipe. So don't worry if you're driving or whatever. You don't have to worry about writing it down. We're going to have a link to the recipe in the show notes that you can view. And if you're listening on the podcast, we're going to have a link to the recipe there. So don't worry too much about it. Go ahead.
1: All is good. So the recipe has been donated by my friend. Uh, and she's um, and she's given us several recipes that are all on our web. There's probably for 80 sos free recipes a recipe page on our CaliforniaBalsamic.com website so um lots and lots of, of ideas and they're all by our customers so that's the beauty of all of these ethel and i really have only made up a half a dozen of them all and everything else is from our customers so uh rita said this is her bean salad she's taken two small cucumbers and diced them into small pieces uh one half a cup of Julian carrots, a half a cup of green peppers diced into small pieces. I particularly dislike green peppers with a passion, and I love the red, orange, or yellow peppers. So we're using the red peppers today. Uh sorry, Reed. And um and then a cup of strawberries and diced into small pieces. We're gonna save just a little bit of those strawberries to use as a garnish over the top. And then In a colander, we drained and rinsed uh, cans of uh, beans, uh, a 15 and a half ounce can of black beans, the same size beans of pinto, same size can of garbanzo beans, simple, uh, in a large bowl, mix in all of those uh, beans, strawberries, peppers, uh, carrots, and cucumbers, and then uh, with a nice mix-up in there. We've got a quarter cup of uh, dried, or no, a quarter cup of fresh cilantro chopped up, and then a quarter cup of our blonde balsamic. And that is as easy a recipe. And the best part is it's absolutely delicious. That's the part that I love about that the most. So we start off with the, uh, just the throw in the beans and whatnot. Got our can of rinsed and drained garbanzo beans uh, inside. The of course the black beans. Pop those in. Our pinto beans here. When everything is chopped up, ready to go, it is so easy. Here's our red uh, bell peppers, our cucumbers and carrots all dumped in there and finally those beautiful strawberries this is just the they're much of the country uh strawberry season is uh, just about to start north california we're full into the strawberries uh the the the, the roadside stands are all over and they're loaded with fresh trees now so that's a thing we're going to save just a little bit of that for, to the very end okay and then finally the uh, little bit of cilantro you use dried cilantro we had since we have a cilantro balsamic uh you know that we make we're constantly buying, you know two three four pounds of cilantro and so we just took it out of uh out of one of our batches of cilantro and popped that in and then I'm gonna give this a little quick mix right now. And then I'm gonna put in the strawberry blonde balsamic and then give it another quick mix. And uh, that and really the preparation, just doing the, the uh, chopping up all the vegetables and, and whatnot, and then rinsing the beans. Well, that's gonna take no more than about 15, 20 minutes just to do all the prep work putting it all together literally is just one or two minutes. So that's the beauty about this one. And it will last theoretically, if you're not having it every day, it will last in your refrigerator quite a while. And what I like to do is once I've made made the dish, I'll take uh, you know a small I'll, I'll bowl of it for myself, and then I'll just put just a tiny bit of fresh... Um, Strawberry balsamic, the very end, just a, a, a teaspoon or so, give it that extra pop. Because balsamic vinegar, when it sits in food for a couple of days, um, it's not quite as strong a flavor when it mingles in with all the other uh, ingredients in the in the salad. So um, tomorrow, if there were any left over, I would take a bowl and then have it ready to go. Even with the strawberry blonde balsamic in it, I would put just a neck right over the top of my serving as a finishing sauce, like we mentioned earlier. So here is all of that wonderful strawberry blonde Sonic. And this is when, if you have some kids, give them one little drop on, on on their finger and let them try it. And their eyeballs will bug open and they'll say, more please. They'll put their finger out for more because it really is absolutely delicious. And the fruit flavors, you know, are sweet and taste like the fruit it is. Um, and we've had such wonderful response. Free flavors sell better because realistically, people can buy fruit flavored balsamics like fig and pomegranate, apricot, strawberry peach. You can find those flavors in uh, at any balsamic shop. I mean, they're fairly common. It's our savory flavors with fresh ingredients. Those are the ones that best. Um, always be our most popular because, well, they take a lot of time and effort to make them and, and they are unique. And so those are our most popular. So with this, a little turning over of, of that to incorporate all of the fun ingredients, and then we have our small bowl here. And this will be part of lunch today. And I would have a wonderful bowl of that. And the beauty about this, you can lunch on a a, a bowl like this. While I'm at work, I can have two or three bites. Telephone call comes in, deal with the whatever questions they have. And then after it's all, this is still ready to go. So this can uh, be around for you know, an hour or more and just taking bites every once in a while and it doesn't diminish it at all. So that's uh, an exceptionally deep strawberry bean salad that I really think you'll enjoy.
0: That looks absolutely delicious. I love that you incorporated three kinds of beans in there. And of course, if somebody didn't care for one particular kind of bean, they could just put in a different kind of bean that they like instead, or just use one kind of bean. But it's so important in this lifestyle for us to get lots of different kinds of fiber. Fiber is what feeds our gut. And every single fruit and vegetable has a different kind of fiber that feeds our microbiome. So you have so many different, variety so much of variety in there of different fruits and the beans and so forth and that's quite a bit and the other thing that i like is that the vinegar doesn't change the color of the food is that as far yeah. as i can see so we still have those vibrant colors but yet you've added even more flavor
1: if the- as like the fig or pomegranate balsamic, it would give it a little bit darker. It would cover the cucumbers um, and anything that's a little bit lighter. The cucumbers would be the one thing that would be a little darker uh, in a dish like this, And um, but I especially enjoy our white balsamic because it is clear, and it doesn't discolor uh, a salad or vegetables, um, and people have said that many, many times that they – prefer using a a white balsamic or a clear, sometimes it's called a blonde balsamic. Um, And the balsamic vinegar, when it's being made, of course it starts off as grapes, whether dark red Trebbiano grapes or green spergola grapes. Um, When you crush the grapes, and they probably start off with a, a kettle that's 100 or 200 gallons, you crush the grapes the, the juice is clear. Dark grape or a green grape, it's clear. Now, if they're doing uh, dark grapes and the liquid goes in, just if you're making red wine, the, they boil the grape juice until 50% of the water has evaporated. During that boiling process, and it usually takes—if you're going to have, you know, one or two hundred gallons of the juice—and you're boiling 50% of it off, it takes quite a while. It's many hours. Well, just like red wine, the skins are in the barrels during the fermentation process, turning the liquid a red color. The dark uh, red grapes, during uh, the several hours of boiling time, it turns the liquid black. So that's where the dark color comes from. Is the initial boiling of the grapes, grape juice, and then after the right amount of um, liquid has been boiled off. They, you know, take out the skins, and now you've got black liquid. Um, the green grapes, those are crushed, and then the clear liquid goes in. But before the boiling process starts, the green skins are removed from the from the vat and just a clear liquid is boiling and um and that's why you have a white balsamic or a blonde balsamic that's how they're made
0: wow that is so interesting that's something that we can talk about at a social gathering and sound really smart <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you also explained that because people say, wow, you know, when you want to buy this quality balsamic, it's not going to be the same price as something that I can get in a large popular grocery store. I can get a large bottle for pennies, like a couple of dollars or something. But obviously, that is not the same method that it's uh, made that way as far as how much reduction and, and so forth. So maybe you can talk a little bit about why your balsamics are a different price point And there's a good reason for it. Sure. Oh, and you're,
1: Amy, you are dead right. The real difference is the amount of, well, part of it is the aging time. Um, if you go to your local Safeway, and you find a 12 ounce bottle of balsamic It's you know, $4.99. First of all, it's almost always 6% acidity and 6% acidity is quite tart. I used to sell a 6% acidity balsamic uh, about 12 years ago. Um, Our balsamic is only 4% acidity and it's only 2% difference, but in the world of acidity, 2% is a lot i have a very sensitive jaw and uh, tart things you know like lemon juice or six percent acidity balsamic makes my jaw hurt ache and it's really uncomfortable i wasn't able to use but very very small uh, amounts of our previous balsamic vinegar that was six percent made my jaw ache And ours is considerably less uh, at 4%. Now, one of the main reasons, when you're making balsamic vinegar, it ages for anywhere from, say, two years for the really inexpensive stuff that you buy at your local supermarket um, to five years, 10 years, 20 years. If you go to Modena, Italy, where all of the balsamic vinegar is made and our balsamic vinegar is imported from Modena, you'll find that you can spend any amount you want. For a small little five ounce bottle, you find a, a five-year-old, 20-year-old balsamic, a 50-year-old balsamic. They don't sell it, but there are balsamic vinegars that are a hundred years old. And as balsamic vinegar is aging in the, the wooden barrels, they change the balsamic from an oak barrel to an elm Uh, uh, barrel to all the different types of wood and there might be five or six different types of wood barrels. And after one or two years, they change it to the next barrel. And that barrel is a different variety of wood, gives it a slightly different flavor. And over time, uh, the balsamic vinegar as it's aging, evaporate very slowly. And when it happens over a long period of time, They have to transfer the balsamic into smaller barrels because there's just no need to heave it. A hundred-year-old balsamic would have started off in a 50-gallon barrel, and after a hundred years, it's down to a barrel that's only the size of one gallon. It has been reduced that much. So those are uh, things that they generally never sell. Those are only for the people who are who own the winer, the 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 balsamic manufacturing. And interestingly, balsamic vinegar has been around. Uh, started with the monks seven hundred years ago, is when they first discovered that um, you know grapes turn into wine and then eventually turn to vinegar. They they for whatever reason, they stumbled upon that if they kept aging, it just got sweeter. And for the hundreds of years, they've perfected uh, the uh, the way they make it. So uh, it's very interesting that it's been around that long, 700 years. So um, our balsamic vinegar, we want it to be uh, aged, but the longer you age it, the more expensive it gets. And so in the last uh, 15, 20 years, they've learned all balsamic vinegar, has something called grape must. And grape must is simply fresh grape juice that's down, and it can be boiled down by 10%, 30%, 50%, 75%. And that grape must is then added to the balsamic vinegar to make it thicker, richer, sweeter, and less acidic. And the better quality and the larger quantity of the boiled down grape juice or the grape must, the more expensive it is. Because if you take you know, uh, 50 gallons of grape juice and you boil it down from 50 gallons to 20 gallons, now that's more expensive you know, uh, of, of an ingredient that you're adding to the balsamic vinegar. And the manufacturers of our balsamic, ha- they, they don't tell me exactly what the percentage is, but I have to believe they use a quantity of a very good quality of grape must to make this feel like it's a 15 or 20-year-old balsamic. So that's why ours is more expensive than store-bought. It's simply because the ingredients that are being used are significantly more expensive.
0: And that's good to know. And it's so flavorful that you don't need to use a lot of it. So you're really not spending a lot per meal because you're just putting just a small amount on it. And I hope that people will try that. We actually, you're offering a special offer for our viewers and listeners. And we're going to talk about that in the end and put in the show notes that they could get two free bottles of vinegar with their order if they put in Be Green with Amy in this certain part of their ordering form. But we're taking some questions now. So let's see who we have a question from. Melissa G. Hi, Melissa. What's the most expensive balsamic he has seen? Well,
1: I went to, um, let's see, um, trying to think, what's the name of the uh, really expensive department store based in downtown San Francisco? Can't think of the name of the store, but everybody knows that you've heard of it in the past. And I actually approached me, many years ago saying, would, um, would I bring some samples down? They were looking for, I believe it was a, uh, an orange balsamic. They wanted an orange balsamic with oil and vinegar. And I had an orange oil blended with white balsamic as an orange vinaigrette. And they wanted me to uh, bring them a sample of it. And I did to their main office down in San Francisco. And while I was waiting to talk to the buyers, the, uh, I looked at their section, uh, they had some balsamic vinegars in there, and one of them was a small bottle, it was about $75 for a 5-ounce bottle that we sell for $13, they were selling it there for $75, and if you go to, you will see some small bottles that are really expensive, that can easily be two or $300 for a 5-ounce bottle, if the vinegar is you know, 40, 50, 60 years it's phenomenally expensive,
0: right. And people feel that it's worth it even at those prices. by comparison, your prices aren't aren't so bad. but you really flavor is so important. Like you said, the secrets in the sauce. And that's what it's about. And you just because it's so flavorful, you don't have to use a lot. Let's see our next question or comment. Oh, Debbie larder Weston, hi, Debbie. Do you carry a low acidic balsamic vinegar?
1: So the lowest one. Well, all of our uh, is our four percent, which is lower than anything you'll find at a supermarket. Which again it would be six percent, and that stuff that makes my jaw ache just. So I prefer the the 4% just because it's so much less tart. And uh, you can, you know, eat some of that and, well, at least it doesn't make my jaw ache So I appreciate that.
0: Ginger W. Hi, Ginger. What sizes do the vinegars come in?
1: Oh, all right. Uh, the smallest one is our little sample bottle that are 1.6 ounce. They're called alcohol bottles. Anybody who's been on a plane and seen somebody get a vodka tonic, the little vodka bottle comes in a 1.6 ounce little uh, food grade bottle. We use the exact same little bottle. Um, we don't sell them individually. We do have them in little gift sets uh, for a little mini six pack or a mini bottle 10 pack or even a mini bottle 18 pack. So that's the, how we use, uh, how we sell those. Uh, the next size bigger is what we call our travel bottle. Three ounces and a three-ounce travel bottle. Well, let me grab a couple of these real quick.
0: Okay, so this is the three-ounce travel bottle that Thomas was talking about. And what I like about it is when you flip up the lid, it actually has like a squirt top on it. Yeah. So you can mm-hmm. really regulate how much are the you same, want to put on there.
1: Mm-hmm. The, the travel bottles, are. we call them travel bottles because at three ounces – they are on luggage approved, TSA friendly. The lids flip up, these are the same lids that you would get on a hand sanitizer. And during last year's COVID, and you couldn't find uh, hand sanitizer to save your life, which is what they were designed to do. We couldn't buy these caps last year because they were all going to manufacturers of hand sanitizers. So COVID really set us back because we couldn't buy ingredients. Um, we couldn't get the caps for these bottles. It was really troublesome. Uh, but these are TSA friendly and I these bottles because you can go to uh, wherever you're eating. If you're going to a friend's home or eventually to restaurants, um, you can take it with you. And if you have a, a bigger bottle, you can refill these for years so we've been telling people to when you have your small bottle and you like it keep it because you can refill these bottles and even if you're not going to refill it with our balsamic you can take the whole lid off and after you've uh, cleaned it out put in liquid soap lotion conditioner and uh, that's a wonderful way to travel around having your own little sort because the cap will pop up and you squeeze it out how much you want of your soap or conditioner and but if you do put in something like that don't take the label off the bottle because if you're going to go through TSA the volume of three ounces is on the bottle if you take this off the TSA can confiscate it because it doesn't have a manufacturer's label on it they don't know the volume and that would be very sad but if you're going to put liquid soap head and shoulders or whatever it is. I like to put a rubber band around it and then a little piece of paper saying, you know, liquid soap. We've had one young lady who said that she grabbed the soap bottle by accident and she put liquid soap all over her vegetable stir fry. And that Bad story. sad um,
0: story. Melissa G says, hi, Melissa. I pour my big bottles into the three ounce because of the squeeze top. Exactly what we
1: recommend. So let's see. This is a five ounce bottle. These are $13. Um, These are the exact same bottles that you would get. Got some Tabasco sauce. Uh, They're called a woozy bottle in the glass industry. And so that's this size, five ounces. This is a uh, square bottle. 8.4 ounce. These are $19. This was our ruby red onion. So this is that I especially enjoy. Now the red onion granules are in the bottom here. So I would turn this upside down and then shake it back and forth like this to get all the granules that are at the bottom of this bottle off. And uh, that's how you shake up a bottle. And finally, uh, some of our seven herb Italian and Uh, same principle. These are 23. This is our largest bottle and our best value. Um, Now, you've got a lot of herbs down here, but because there's so much room, this bottle is almost empty. I always say, shake it back and forth like this. But if the bottle is one third empty or more, oh, then you can shake it up and down because there's plenty of room in the bottle for the liquid to go up and down and shake up and blend beautifully. So, um, if the bottle's full, only back and forth. If the bottle is one quarter or more empty, then you can shake it up and down. Just be sure the cap is on tight before you do that. I've had a couple of times where I hadn't the cap was not on tight and I marinated my kit. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm glad that they come in so many different sizes because you may like one vinegar and use it more than maybe another flavor. So you can get the largest one and refill because that's the best value. Or you might want to get a variety pack and just get a bunch of small ones. So it's really nice that you have that option. Let's Jesse T, what are some good desserts that can be made with your vinegar?
1: Well, dessert wise, most of the time you can use in your nice cream. That's super easy to do. Um, I like fruit salads with our balsamic for a, a, a fruit dessert afterwards. You can make smoothies uh, with these to give it such wonderful flavor. Um, a of our products called uh, chocolate orange balsamic. And the chocolate orange is most popular, sliced banana from top to bottom, banana split style. And then after it's butt fly open, you pour the chocolate orange balsamic on the flat part of the banana and pop it right into the broiler for five minutes. The balsamic vinegar will, will start to caramelize on the banana and you're cooking the banana and caramelizing that. That is a wonderful treat. Um, there is a couple of these on our website. Um, uh, one of them is a, a brownie recipe uh, using uh, bananas and uh, chocolate cocoa powder and the chocolate balsamic. Uh, you'll see that one on there. There's also uh, one with a, it's called a, uh, it's using uh, tofu and um, you're putting in tofu and some nuts, I believe, and balsamic and, and chopped up cherries and blending it all. And uh, the, the picture of the, you'll see it in a glass. Notice it, it's in a like a, a, a champagne, not a champagne glass, but a martini glass. And when you see the picture out there, you'll know that that's a fantastic recipe. We've made that many times. So on our website, at least two or three uh, dessert recipes on there.
0: Wow, you had me at chocolate, Thomas. <laughs> 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 Hi, Debbie. What are your four top sellers favorite? I want Give as a gift. That's so nice. Oh,
1: so uh the easiest thing to do we have uh the, the most popular flavors are within the, the Chef AJ sampler. Uh those flavors, they're uh sweet heat, the teriyaki, garlic and ginger, and of course sodium free, um, the seven herb Italian, the simply lemon, and the curry tomic. So those are the five flavors that are in the Chef AJ sampler. And we send Chef AJ Samplers worldwide. I mean, all over the country. but people, we send those to uh, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa. We had a young lady from Latvia last week ask if we could send, uh, and the shipping anywhere in the world is $27 for the shipping price uh, for the Chef AJ Sampler. And those are the most popular five flavors we do. Now, and, and but then other flavors that are also really popular, are the ruby red onion, the combination of dill mustard seed, the Gilroy garlic that you have, Amy, um, and uh, oh, the the, uh, basil balsamic, uh, using fresh basil. Those are all super popular, and again, all fresh ingredients, which is just beautiful. Now, there's one more little thing I wanna talk about, about the ruby red onion. When we make, we use um, fresh, onions and we put them in a juicer and then the juice of the red onions is slightly pink because of the, the each individual layer of the onion is a dark red so when you juice them uh, the juice is pink we put that into the white balsamic and it was this beautiful very light pink color now we thought what could we do to make it a darker well we of course are not going to use red dye number 9 so we thought if we took uh, a beet and juiced it, the beet juice is absolutely almost black. It's so red. And so we put in the juice of a beet to the bucket of balsamic with the onion juice and it became this most beautiful dark pink color. And hence we called it ruby red onion. And um, But what we didn't realize that over time, the acidity of the balsamic eats the beet juice, and the beet the of the of the pink balsamic lighter and lighter and lighter. And this bottle here is about uh, this one's got a, a date on it that we're marking out there. So we we always have our bottles, and we put a date, and we let them sit for six months year a year and a half, two years. So this bottle here is about six months old and as you can see it's basically clear. It's lost all of its uh pink because of the beauty of the balsamic, which is a real shame because when it's made, it is spectacular beautiful. But then it just starts getting lighter and, lighter and lighter over time. And every once in a while we get a, a, a question from a from a customer, why isn't my Ruby red onion, pink as it was when I first bought it. And I said, well, acidity of the balsamic and the fruit juice um, gets eaten up. So that's too bad. It's
0: great because that's how we know that you don't have any funny chemicals in your bottles. And that everything that we're eating is just pure, whatever nature made. And we don't have to worry about. And that's why some of you have that settling going on. And you have to shake it a little bit because you don't put those funny chemicals in to make the color stabilize and everything stay floating and mixed in. I'm glad that it's that way. And we can definitely appreciate that. I tell you the time. Has gone. Yes.
1: There is one. I do want to make perfectly clear. If anybody goes and looks uh, when you click on a flavor, um and then the, the same will pop up and that's where you, you'll get a description of what uh, is in the flavor and how it's used and that's where you'd actually place the order. Just below that is the nutritional information for each flavor. And for the fruit flavors, uh, with the exception of the lime, all of the fruit flavors are flavorings. They're all natural flavorings uh, that are approved markets, and whole foods markets are crazy strict about all their ingredients, but they are flavorings. Uh, so we don't want to There's real strawberries or real pomegranate in our flavors because it's not possible to have fresh or frozen uh, fruit in our flavors because you have to buy huge volume of the frozen fruit. And um, we used to use frozen raspberry puree in one of our uh, flavors 15 years ago. And uh, I had to buy 1,500 pounds of frozen puree at a time. Well, where do you put 1,500 pounds frozen raspberry puree? We rented a freezer at our local dairy, but uh, 10 years ago, they said we wouldn't be able to stay in there. They needed the freezer space. So we continued that product simply because we didn't have anywhere for the huge amounts of frozen fruits that were used for that particular flavor. So the fruit flavors, with the exception of the Persian lime, are flavorings. So I just want to clear it to everybody.
0: They're all delicious, the ones that I've tried. Debbie, one last question. I live in the land of Walla Walla sweet onions. Would you ever give consideration to creating a Walla Walla sweet balsamic?
1: It's something that we actually consider, um, but it's getting ingredients on a regular basis. My wife, Ethel, she's uh, who you saw earlier, she's generally the person who makes our ruby red onion balsamic. And uh, we go to our local food mix and get three pounds of red onions, getting the ingredients on a regular basis. We would, um, and we generally make uh, anywhere from three to five buckets a week of that. So to make a separate Walla Walla onion uh, balsamic, is just not practical. You just can't get them on a regular basis year round where red onions are. That's the one thing that we've learned over time of making all these uh, different flavors are the ingredients available year round. And obviously red onions are. So that's why we did that. And I know the the wonderful onion wars of Walla Walla, Onions in Georgia, and of course the Maui Onions. And I used to live on Maui, and uh, absolutely love all this, the onions. To me, they're all delicious. Nobody's dramatically better or worse. Um, and um, for for you who live in Walla Walla, we are actually gonna be relatively near you. At the end of July, we're going to be at the Tri-Cities uh, sh- a Festival in park in Richland uh, the same weekend as the high lane races are going on the end of July we're only doing about five festivals for the entire year uh, starting in close next month at Big Hat days and then in the end of July and then a couple of shows in the Bay Area uh, in uh, October and November and that's going to be it do 75 festivals a year and haven't done anything since uh, February of last year. And our first show is next month in beautiful downtown Coles, California. And the, really the main reason I'm going there is my cousins live there. So I get to spend a Ethel and I will get to spend a weekend at our cousin's place and see uh, my cousin Leighton and his family. And that's what we're really going for is just to go spend the weekend with them.
0: Well, that's so nice. I'm glad that you talked about that. And it's nice that things are starting to pick up again. We feel like we're having a personalized festival right here on our computer or our smartphone. So that's really very cool. Now we talked a little bit. Oh, Debbie wants to know she's our number one fan today. Can you give us the dates that you'll be there at the trip cities one hour away? Oh, it's one hour away. Debbie, you're so lucky you get to go.
1: (laughs) Yeah. uh, Debbie, it's, Last weekend in July, what are the dates? I don't know offhand. I'll say the 4th and 25th, something like that. Uh, But it's the very last weekend in July. And it's in Richland at uh, the, there's a big park in downtown Richland. Um, And just go there, go onto our website. Um, At the beginning of July, we'll have it on the events page And we'll list, it will give you the address uh, for the park. Because right off the head, I know where it is. I don't know exactly the name of the park. Uh, But I know it's in downtown Richland at the end of July. Whereas it's going to be lovely and cool. It's right on the River, which makes it really pretty. You know, it's going to be 95 to 105, somewhere along there, as eastern Washington is all summer long, just like northern California. It's going to be, you know, 105 here as well. So that's life.
0: Okay. And if you're listening, we have the link to the podcast in the show notes, as far as where to go to look for that. Now we had talked about that special offer that you're going to make. If they use the code B green with Amy, can you explain how they would do that and what they would get?
1: Sure. Um, Every time uh, that you make uh, an order with us, even if you're getting just one little $10 travel bottle We put in two $6 samples. If you write being green with Amy, now the spot where you do that is called order notes. And you need to do before you put in your credit card information, Uh, the bottom of the checkout page, your name, address, telephone number, um, your email address, just below the email address is a little box simply called order notes. That's where you can tell us Anything you want to say to us, uh, for being green with Amy, for my two free samples, I would like fig and pomegranate or basil and curry. We don't care. We're going to put in whatever two flavors you want. Just type in there, being green with Amy, and uh, we'll put in two freebies for you. And during the course of the year, uh, in the month of April, the whole month of August, and the entire month of December, we have a really good uh, special offer on our website, which you'll see on the front page. And it's every three big bottles per, and big bottles are either the eight ounce or the 12 ounce. For every three of these, we're going to add two $10 travel bottles of choice and the two little stocking stuffers when you type in being green with Amy. So that's a tremendous offer. And we are buried in orders in April, August, and December every year.
0: Oh, wow. That's a good thing to know. I'm glad that you said that. That's a lot of products to get. That's very generous. A
1: lot of freebies. We go through thousands of little bottles, the 1.6 ounce and the three ounce bottles. Send out two or three thousand of each size as free bottles to people because people know that we've been doing this special for years and people literally, they wait still it happens. So the first day of April or August is pretty busy, as well as the last day of each month. People are going to get it, uh, you know, the last day just, uh, in, just before the, the special offer expires. Uh, so the first and last of each of those months are just extraordinarily busy for us. So that's very exciting.
0: Yes, it is. I'm so glad that you joined us, Thomas. Is there anything that you wanted to add? that we didn't get to talk about?
1: Well, uh, for the most part, I love being able to uh, show all these, um, you know, recipes. Go to the website and look at the recipe page. If you uh, want to send us a recipe, we love it. We will put your name on our site uh, with your recipe. And there's 75 on there right now. I think we have 15 to 20 more recipes to put on our website they're just waiting for our tech guy patrick um and now that we're all our april special now calm down and we've caught up uh, on all the orders that have been placed last month and um we're going to put the other 15 recipes so we'll be near 90 recipes on our website check them out and if you have a recipe you want to send us send us the recipe please take a picture of the finished dish that's the best thing uh, to do because it's having a picture of the dish. You can send it to orders at balsamiccom That's our email that you can send at any time, orders at
0: Okay, we'll have a link for that as well so people can do that. Well, thank you, Thomas. You're just awesome and just made healthy, taste delicious right before our eyes. It's a wonderful recipe and you're a really awesome boss and I'm sure your employees are so excited because you get to bring in all these delicious foods and they get to sample things and it's just great that you came here and shared that with us today
1: happy to do that with you amy happy happy happy
0: deepak hi deepak he said thanks i'm enjoying the balsamic vinegars so you have a lot of fans out there if you can please stay tuned for a special announcement but before that i wanted to bring out rebecca from pka solves she's been engineering our broadcast today and doing wonderful things for us so that i can enjoy my time with thomas hi rebecca I'm so glad you're here. I also wanted to thank Jess from Jess Voice. She did the countdown and she did all the promo videos and she's awesome too. But most of all, I want to thank you, the audience. You're watching or you're listening. And I'm so glad that you're here commenting, asking questions, and being engaged in our broadcast. And that's how we get the word out for this healthy lifestyle. And what I'm going to do now is sign off with Thomas with my tagline. But I want you to be a part of that, too. So if you could type in my tagline, which is Be Strong, Be Well, Be Green, and then we could all do it together and make our community even larger and stronger. Till I see you guys again, remember, be strong, be well, and be green!
1: green. <laughs> Wonderful, Amy. Well, thank you thank so much. You,
0: Thomas. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Be Green with Amy welcomes plant-based cookbook author Kathy Fisher. Please join us for a recipe demo and Q&A on Thursday, May 20th, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Be Green with Amy Live.